What's up, everybody? Um, it's just Jake tonight, and I uh, hope you guys are doing very well post-Christmas. Um, just wanted to talk to you guys about uh, Hercules and, and continue our discussion with Hercules. As you remember, when we first talked, and I kind of set the whole scene up, we're talking about Hercules' early years. Who was he? Well, the first thing, he was born as a son of Zeus and a son of Alchemine. Zeus was the king of the gods. Alchemine was a mortal woman. Alchemine was married to a man named Ephytron, and when Zeus and Alchemine slept together, obviously she got pregnant and she had Hercules. She also got pregnant um, by her human husband, Amphitryon, and so there was, she had twins. She had Hercules and then she had Iphicles, and they were both born at the same time, um, but Hercules was... The, the son of Zeus, Iphicles was the son of Amphitryon. But here's the problem, and, and here's kind of where the story of Hercules really gets set, is that because Zeus was married to the goddess Hera, and she was the queen of the gods, and she didn't care for her husband's uh, wandering eye and philandering ways. So what happened was, is when he was eight months old, when Hercules and, and Iphicles were eight months old, sleeping in the crib, they... Uh, she sent two serpents down to kill the infant, eight-month-old infant Hercules. And um, what happened was Iphicles crawled away from the snakes that were sent in their crib. And Hercules stood up at eight months old, grabbed one in each hand, and then throttled them to death. I don't know about you, but that's pretty impressive for an eight-month-old baby. I was happy when my son could roll over and push himself up. Um, so for your, your eight month old son to not only stand, but to be able to go toe to toe with two large serpents is quite the thing. Um, but the whole reason the Hera did that, and here's what's the focus is she hated Hercules because he was a reminder of Zeus's infidelity. And this is something that follows him throughout his life is Hera and her spite towards Hercules because of Zeus. All right. So that's the setup. And then, as you know, Hercules grows up. Everything he does, he exceeds. Um, he's great at sports. He's great at fighting, um, wrestling. He can sing. He can play the lute, like the lyre, like everything you could possibly think of that some person could accomplish. He did it, and he was the best at it. Um, but that that glory that he was drawing and that praise and that honor can continue to bother Hera. And so what happens is, is after an adventure, one of his earlier adventures, is he finally settles down. He gets married to a woman named Megara, and then he has three children. Hera takes this as an opportunity to really um, kind of punish Hercules and, and by, uh, by extension, punish Zeus. Um, she drove Hercules mad. And what Hercules did was he took his three sons or his three children and he killed them. He threw them into a fire is what it says. And he actually threw Iphicles, his half-brothers, 
two children into that same fire as well. So he killed not only his kids, but his brother's kids. And, um, and it was driven in madness, which is interesting because there's um, a great book series called The Wheel of Time, where the hero, uh, Luz Theron Telemann, did the exact same thing. It's a story that kind of gets repeated in a lot of literature later on. Um, the man being driven mad by his enemy and killing his family. But that's what happened to Hercules. And once his sanity was restored, some say it was restored by Zeus. Once his sanity is restored, he wanted to go make atonement for that. He was going to drive himself into exile, but he was purified by Thespios. And he went to Delphi, the Oracle of Delphi, and he asked the God there where he should settle. And the, the Oracle of Delphi said to go and serve Eurythrius for 12 years. And who is his cousin is actually his second cousin. So Hercules and Eurythrius were, were the descendants of another famous Greek hero, Perseus. And so they were both cousins, but they didn't care for each other. They didn't like each other. Um, Eurythrius was um, kind of a favorite of Hera. She used, um, Hera used him to kind of accomplish her will in, in punishing Hercules further with, with this service. But the Oracle of Delphi said, serve Eurythrius for 12 years and basically do anything he asks you. Um, and then you will be clean. And not only will you be purified of, of your sin of killing your family, but you will be become immortal. You will be able to go to Mount Olympus as a god. So he went to Eurythrius and the first um, task, and this is where the labors of Hercules come into play. The first task that he set him was this, the this, the Nemean lion. So I'm going to just read some text from you. And again, we're reading the book, um, Apollodorus's library. Um, and remember, Apollodorus was a mythographer. And what he did is he compiled the myths and he put them into, um, into a cogent timeline and story. So you had all these disparate myths over hundreds of years and all across the Mediterranean world, um, different stories, you know, different mythographers, different legends, oral stories, written histories. And he took it and he put it into one library. And so here's the story of the Nemean lion. So it says, after Hercules heard this, he went to Tyrians and he did Eurythrius's bidding. First, Eurythrius commanded him to bring back the skin of the Nemean lion. This animal, animal, who is Typhon's offspring. Um, and Typhon was a son of Gaia and Tartarus, Gaia being Mother Earth and Tartarus being kind of the underworld. Um, Typhon's offspring was invulnerable. So when he was going after the lion, he came, came to Cleonae and was put up by a guest as a guest by Molorcus, a poor man. When Molorcus wanted to sacrifice a victim, Hercules told him to hold off for 30 days. So Molorcus was a poor man and his son, not in the story of Apollodor, but in another legend, his son was killed by this very lion. Okay, so that's that's a link there. Um, and Molorcus wanted to make a sacrifice to Hercules or to the gods. Um, but Hercules said, he told him to hold off for 30 days. So he said to Molorcus, wait 30 days, wait one month for me. Okay. 
And if he returned from his hunt safe and sound, he told Malorcus to make a sacrifice fit for a god to Zeus Soter, which means savior. So that Zeus saves. However, um, if he died, he told Malorcus to make a sacrifice to himself fit for a hero. So if, if Hercules lived, make a sacrifice to Zeus because Zeus protected Hercules. If Hercules died, Malorcus was to make a sacrifice to Hercules, uh, an offering fit for a hero. So to honor the, the dead hero. Okay. So that's kind of the setup. So now he goes off to find the lion in Nemea. And he tracks down the lion. And the first thing he did is he shot it with his bow. But when he found out that it was invulnerable, he brandished his club and he pursued it. When it fled to a, a cave with two mouths, Hercules blocked up one entrance and then he went in after the beast through the other. So, so imagine the setup here, right? Hercules finds the lion, shoots it with its bow. The arrow does nothing, just bounces off of him. Um, his skin is impenetrable. There's no way that he can stab through to kill the lion. So what he does next is he goes and grabs his club and he chases it into a cave. There's two mouths. He blocks one off and he goes into the cave. So he's basically trapped himself with, as far as he knows, an unkillable lion. And um, all right. So he found it, chase it. Now it's in the cave. And so what does he do? If you can't stab it, you can't cut it, you can't kill it that way. What's the next best option? And it says he getting it into a headlock, he held on, squeezing it until he choked it. He put it across his shoulders and then brought it back to the Cleoni. Cleoni. So, so he said, I don't know about you, but his best option was, well, I can't stab it. So I guess I'm just going to choke it out. So he picks up a lion, and this is no normal lion, right? Any lion, you try to choke a lion to death, you're probably going to get ripped apart. But this is this is the Nemean lion. This is something that has been terrorizing the people for years. It can't be killed. You can't stab it. You can't shoot it. But you can choke it out because everything needs air to breathe. And so that's what he did. He choked it to death. You hear my own Nemean lions running around. Um, and... Uh, he takes it to Cleona. He finds Malorcus on the last of the 30 days. So right as 30 days. Um, he's about to offer up a sacrifice to Hercules in the belief that Hercules was dead. But obviously he wasn't. Instead, Hercules sacrificed it to Zeus and then took the lion to Mycenae, um, which is just another word for like Greece at the time, Mycenaean Greece. Um, Terrified by Hercules' demonstration of manly courage, Eurythrius forbade Hercules from entering the city and forbade him from entering the city and ordered him to display his labors before the gates of the city. They say that also out of fear, Eurythrius also had a bronze storage door jar installed underground for him to hide in, and then he sent to Herald Coprius, the son of Pelops and Elaine, to command Heracles to do his labors. This is, um, and then it talks about Copris. But so Hercules takes the lion and displays it to Eurythrius. Eurythrius is so impressed, right? And and here's where you start to get the intent of who Eurythrius was. He was clearly setting Hercules up to fail, right? When your first task is go kill the unkillable lion, 
you know that the guy is just wanting you to fail and hopefully die in the process. Not only did not he not die, but he killed the lion and then he displayed it in the city. And Eurythrius was so terrified that he wouldn't let Hercules back into the city thereafter for every other labor that he had to complete. He, he sent a herald, a messenger, to go deal with Hercules because he was too afraid to deal with him in person. And, and it just kind of gives you a, a semblance of kind of this tension between the two. Um, Eurythrius couldn't, couldn't stand, or couldn't compare, I should say, couldn't compare to the heroism and the glory and, and the just power of Hercules. Um, but he could connive and he could dissemble, you know, dissemble and he could make things difficult for him. And this is how he did it. And, but then the, let's go back to that line where it says the storage jar. He built a bronze storage jar to hide underground <laughs> in case Hercules came back. Um, and that just reminds me of <laughs> um, kind of a weird aside. But during the war in Iraq, Saddam Hussein, this tyrant of Iraq, right? This dictator, um, powerful man. And yet when they found him, he was fighting, hiding in a little hole underground. Um, it just kind of gives me that same impression is that Eurythrius was so scared. You know, you're, he's got a lot of bravado when the big guns aren't there. But when when Hercules comes back to town, he goes and hides. Um, and then just want to kind of wrap this up. When it, when it comes to that lion, um, it says he also skinned the lion and he made a mantle. Um, a protective covering because the the skin of the lion was impenetrable, right? There was no arrows, swords, nothing could get through it. So how did he skin the lion? If you can't cut through it, how do you cut through it? Um, and so he actually took a claw, one of the lion's own claws, and he used that as a knife um, to skin the lion and then wear its, its hide as armor. Um, and Hygienius... Who's another mythographer who's a couple centuries after um, Apollodorus says the very same thing. He goes, he killed the invulnerable Nemean lion, um, which the moon had raised in a cave with two openings, and he used its skin as a protective covering. So not only did he kill the lion, but he wore its um, skin as armor. Um, and so that just kind of gives you a it kind of sets the table, this whole story of the Nemean lion. It sets the table for his labors. He's got to serve 12 years. He's got to complete any labors, initially 10. Um, it becomes 12, and, and you'll see why when we discuss um, the next labor, which is the, the Hydra. But it sets the table. He's got to deal with Eurythrius, Eurythius, sorry, and he's got to do any of these labors that he's asked of during this 12 years. Um, if he wants to make penance for the sins of killing his family. But as you can see, Eurythius is not going to make that easy. Every task that he sets for Hercules is intentional to be unfulfillable at a minimum and hopefully would lead to Hercules' death. Um, that would be the ultimate outcome for him and Hera. But as you can see, Hercules continues to thwart that, and um, and it's really impressive how he does it. So that's it. That's it for tonight. 
Um, we talked about the Nemean lion, the first of Hercules's 10, eventually 12 labors. Thanks for joining me, and you guys all have a great night. Bye.